I'm out walking the dog right now and I want to talk about something that is actually a really serious subject dog trainer burnout I'm kind of glad I've got this camera on me because how funny would it be if I got hit while creating this video and got the whole thing on camera then I you know probably wouldn't need to work at all it'd be kind of nice um, that's what you should be thinking about too how to not work at all and I'm gonna explain <laughs> how that relates to um, dog trainer burnout in just a second uh, in our industry in the dog training industry burnout is huge I think it's a lot higher than most industries uh, maybe with the exception of marriage counselors and I think probably for something of the same reasons um, number one it can be very very stressful when see if I can not get hit um, it can be very very stressful when you're working with people's family members you know their dog they consider it their family member and that dog has some kind of an issue and you're suddenly thrust in a situation where you're responsible for that dog it could be highly stressful especially if the dog has issues like running away or god forbid aggression and you might get hurt um, you know it, it, it's a very stressful thing to deal with and frequently the owners the dog owners are in a heightened emotional state which takes a huge huge toll on you psychologically having to deal with that month over month year over year it takes a toll and I think that's why um, that's why there's so much burnout in the dog training industry so that begs the question and especially if you're a young dog trainer or you're new to the dog training industry what can you do to prevent burnout now you probably hear all kinds of stuff either you read it online or from other dog trainers it says oh every dog is different every dog's a new challenge well that's true but it's kind of true just like every Chinese restaurant is different well it is and it isn't right I mean you've got good Chinese restaurants you've got bad Chinese restaurants uh, obviously I'm hungry <laughs> so um, but moving right along getting getting beyond that point what I'm, what I'm trying to say is that more than likely regardless of how much you love dog training and how much you love uh, you know your new dog training business there will come a point where you really have a hard time dealing with it where you just don't want to talk to another dog owner with the same kind of issue and deal with their issues a lot of times you know the problem isn't really the dog the problem is the owner which if you've been doing this for a while you could probably relate to that sentiment and it just wears on you so how do we get around that here's what I'd like you to start thinking about I just offer I just submit for your consideration as Rod Serling would say um, start thinking about putting together systems documenting exactly what you're doing and have a conscious intention intention to grow your business by bringing on employees and assistants who can help you so that you can eventually get to the point where you can pick and choose which clients you want to work with or maybe you don't want to work with any clients whatsoever you just want to supervise your trainers who are working with the clients and also there's a side benefit to that right now if you're doing everything in your business what happens if you get sick what happens if you've got to go out of state to take care of a relative what happens if 
you get injured and you simply can't uh, meet with clients or do training anymore. Well, if you've thought about this in advance and if you've structured your business in a way that you've got other people running your business and working in your business so that you can work on your business, it won't affect your quality of life or your income really one bit. However, if you're a one-man show or a two-person show, maybe it's just you and your husband or wife, uh, you're kind of stuck. You know, so we want to get to the point where we've got systems in place and we've got people in place who can do the various aspects of our business from answering the phone to selling people to actually doing the training so that you don't have to. And you know what? If you're the type of person who absolutely loves training dogs, that's great. Then you'll be in a position where you could pick and choose which of your clients or which dogs that you want to work with and which ones that you don't. And you could just have your trainers handle those and you're still making money. Because, friends, at the end of the day, this is the dog training business. It's not the dog training charity or the dog training sport or anything else. We are in business to make money and as a colliery, of course, because we're good people and we believe in what we're doing to help dogs and to help owners have a more satisfying experience with their pets. I'm Adam Katz for Burning Direct. Hey, if you'd like more clients, if you want to stop lying in bed at night and worrying about whether or not you're going to get enough new clients to support yourself, um, set aside a little money every month and then give me a call and we'll talk about managing, setting up and managing Google AdWords for you because we are getting phenomenal results and the vast majority of our clients are getting all kinds of calls and leads and dog owners who have money in hand and are ready to spend it. And why shouldn't that money come to you? I'm Adam Katz. Take care.